are you up and running? Okay, great. Uh, today is October 16th, 2016. Um, I'm here at the Austin Archives Bazaar in Sangarundi Hall in Austin, Texas. This is Erica Lees, and I'm with Kathleen Garcia Cobb. Garcia Cobb? Mm -hmm. Great, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Erica. Um, so you came to tell a story about Austin today. I did. I came to talk about Austin, uh -huh. my family. And, um, Are you originally from here? I'm born and raised here in 1954, the old Breckenridge Hospital on 15th Street. Oh, wow. Yeah. What part of the town did you grow up in? I grew up in what's now called kind of Western Hills. Um, it was on Ridge Oak Drive. There was really not much up there. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember the name of the builder, but it's um, right up above Helen Park Elementary School, on um, which is balconies and Hancock Drive and Hancock Drive actually turns into Crestway and then at the top it splits and Crestway remains Crestway on the west side of the street and Ridge Oak is on the, um, let me get that backwards, Crestway was on the east side, Ridge Oak was on the west side. So we were at the top of the hill, the younger Kosmetskis now are in my family home there. Okay. So, and we had on our street, we had Mr. and Mrs. Clint Small, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Charles Mon, and uh, Walter Carrington. Of course, Walter was the builder. Charles Mon was the auto dealer, and Mr. Small was in, an attorney as well as a um, school board president, etc. So, we had a lot of people up there. It's a nice small community where we used to be able to ride our bikes without any problems. Uh, uh, Reverend Riker, Malcolm Riker, built the St. Matthew's Episcopal Church at the end of Ridge Oak, which was actually on the opposite side of a reservoir, and uh, that's now been turned into a residence, but it's got one of the most beautiful views of downtown Austin and the university and the capital, et cetera. So, I've driven that way and, and seen how gorgeous that, yeah. that is. Yeah, in high school, of course, it was a great parking spot. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Um, so what was, uh, what's something, a, a memory of Austin that you wanted to tell today? Well, I guess just everything. I mean, you took, you have a lot you know, of notes, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, my grandparents, uh, on my, uh, father's side, Garcia's side, my grandfather was the first professional Hispanic physician in the city of Austin. His name was Albert Garcia, and his wife was Eva. She was a founding member of LULAC. Um, oh wow, and did they grow up here as well? They came up from Mexico before the revolution. Oh wow. Yeah, exactly. And he actually, and she as well, both became educated in the States, and he threw Dr. Kellogg in the Kellogg Foundation, he was adopted by Dr. Kellogg. My father eventually became a physician as well, and um, they both had, their office was in above a pharmacy over on uh, East 6th Street, in close proximity to the Littlefield building where that is now. Okay. You know, and then my mother grew, grew up across the street. She was a Morrison from my dad. They were 17 years apart. He used to babysit her and they eventually got married after he returned from the war. Oh, wow. So, okay, her so name was Mary Sue. Backing okay. up just a little bit. Yes. Um, so you mentioned that your grandfather was the first Hispanic physician in, this, in town? Professional. Professional. Right. Um, do you have any stories from him about what his professional experience was like? Um, I know that, that they treated, you know, the majority of the Hispanic population in the city. Um, they, their home was on Nooning Avenue in Travis Heights. Um, 
you know, he was just, he was a really sweet man. She was the matriarch of the family, Eva. They, they are actually in the Austin History Center. There's a lot of information about them. Mm. They're also in the Handbook of Texas mm. as well. So, um, you know, he was a sweet man. He, he died when I was um, about, I guess, eight, maybe seven or eight. So um, I was born on their anniversary. Oh, wow. So I was like, special. <laughs> <laughs> they loved all the kids. So, you know, there were not really any special. They were, you know, they were just nice people. But professionally speaking, you know, I don't really have any stories about it at all. Mm. Now, our family growing up, um, we had, um, well, my father started uh, his first practice after leaving my grandfather with Dr. Dryden, Dr. Bud Dryden, who's very well known in the city of Austin. And uh, they eventually broke up their practice and, and you know, I mean, it remained friends. I mean, we were family friends forever. We did a lot with their families and um, did all of that. So, you know, I mean, there's just, I could go on and on and on and on about all of that. So, um, I mean, it's whatever you want to tell. Yeah. In the family home, we had a lot of big parties. For Fourth of July was a big big thing, you know. So the Drydens would come over, the Lambs from Lambs Candies would come over, um, and, you know, all of our neighbors and um, other, you know, prominent people, and just prominent at that time in the city of Austin. You know, nobody was, I don't think, you know, I mean, we all had our divides, so to speak. Um, and uh, it was, it was interesting being, then. yeah, it was much smaller. I will say this, it was interesting being a Barcia and living in that part of town. Uh, going, to, I went to school at St. Andrews, all of us did. We went to school at St. Andrews Elementary. Episcopal, Episcopal School. And then um, we, some of us went to private school and then some of us stayed in the public school. I went to Lamar and then to Murchison and then to McCallum. Had opportunity to go to St. Stephen's, but I turned it down. And why was that? Um, because I wanted to be with the general population but, you know, through the years, you know, kind of looking back, it's one of those decisions that I think probably my parents should have made for me and made me go to St. Stephen. Because as I was saying, being a Garcia of a Hispanic nature, um, living in the larger white community, uh, professional community in the city, there was some, some, you know, differences that I recognized. And then when busing started, um, and there were, you know, Hispanics from the east side that really were resentful, that did not want to be my friend, you know, at all three. It was, it was, uh, so they didn't see it was a tumultuous time, let me I put see. it that way. And so I actually left McCallum and graduated via mail. I got my diploma in the mail because I didn't want to go back. And so I finished my studies uh, through correspondence course at Duke University. And why didn't you want to go back? Because of the nature of the of the climate, you know, it just was not fun anymore. Um, I mean, I had, you know, I mean, I was a popular child and all that kind of stuff. And then I went to school in Mexico, and then came back, and things had just changed dramatically. And so I just decided I didn't want to return to school. That it was better for me not to do so. And so I finished out, like I said, and I graduated early. Um, and then went to the university for a while. To UT Austin? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Which 
was fun. I got to travel in Europe too, so <laughs> at a very young age. Uh, most so, of the mice of my mother, you know, my father was like, no, you need to go. And mother's like, no, you really don't. You know. <laughs> so uh, sounds like parents. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So I'm looking at these questions here. And so you're like, okay, what restaurants, stores, theaters, and all of that. I'm just going to name off several here. Okay, great. Caruso's Restaurant, which was on either 5th or 6th Street. I can't remember. I think that's the first place I ever ate oysters. The what Caucus Club. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask what you remember about Caruso's. Um, eating the oysters and the owner, Mr. Caruso, whatever his name was, he had a table. He was so big that he had a table that was cut out and, and, and I had a half moon in order to fit him. Yeah. Wow. And I was a child, you know, but I, that's one thing that I really remember about that restaurant. And, of course, I didn't like oysters, but my father did. And I don't know why I remember that. People were like, oysters and oysters? It was Italian. I went, I don't know. For some oh, reason, I'm thinking, totally Italian food. you know, I, I don't know. I just <laughs> remember that, and I remember they were like, Americans might not think of oysters as Italian food, but they're definitely Yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, there's the Caucus Club and the Forum Club, which were all politically, uh, were political. I think they were both run by Nick Kroll, I'm not sure. The Polonaise Room, which was uh, Norman Newton's Polonaise Room, and now office in the Westgate Building, which is at uh, 12th and Colorado, right west of the Capitol. That's the name, Westgate. And uh, I office on the 23rd floor, and our clients are on the 24th floor. What's interesting about that is that's where Norman Newton's Polonaise Room was, and I used to go there with my dad for dinner, you know, and I guess the rest of the family was there too, but I don't, you know, I didn't pay attention to that. Why was <laughs> that? It's just me and my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I was a daddy's girl. I see. <laughs> I was a dad. There were six of us. There were six of us, so. Um, and then Louie's, which was a bar, of course, I was way too young to ever go there, but it was on San Jacinto, um, around in this area, um, and then the Jade Room, which is where my parents would go, and that was when, um, you know, you brought your own bottle, then they had set up, so they didn't have liquor by the drink, which was passed by Joe Christie, and I can't remember when, I'm kind of jumping all over the place, Joe is one of my husband, the 40 Acres Club, the 40 Acres Club was at the university. And uh, it was around 27, 28 on Guadalupe Street. And we would go there on Sundays for brunch. And um, then there was also the Villa Capri where we would go on Sundays. And the best thing about the Villa Capri was there, um, they had dessert carts that they had all their desserts on. And they'd bring them by so you could pick out which dessert you wanted, you know. And I mean, it was a cart. It was like a three-tiered thing, you know. <laughs> And then the baked potatoes, the waitresses had these, um, I wouldn't call them canisters, but it's, you know, like a serving bowls with a, a handle, and there were like six of them, so you'd have your sour cream, your chives, your butter, your whipped butter, mind you, your cheese, and bacon, okay, that you would dress your baked potato with, and that was just so much fun. Mm -hmm. And of course, it was... Very nice, you know, white linen tables and leather, you know, leather um, seating and stuff like that. Boots, thank you. Yeah, exactly. What did it look like to you when you walked in as a kid? Um, it was, you know, it was luxurious. You know, I mean, it was, 
proper, you know, I mean, for that time, you know, you wore your Sunday clothes, you went after church, so you were in your Sunday clothes and your Sunday dress shoes and, you know, you were clean. There, there were no flip-flops <laughs> or cutoffs or shorts or, you know, the way we are now, you know, I mean, we still have our places where we go where we, we you know, dress up and stuff like that, but, um, oh, I was just, I was wide-eyed. I loved it. And of course, as a little girl, we always loved the bathrooms. You know. Why just, did you love the bathrooms? Oh, because they were so well-appointed and clean, you know, and you could get away from your parents. Mm-hmm. You know, you were old enough to not have to be escorted. Granted, your sister or something, you know, your sister would probably go with you or something, but, you know, it was just, they were just so pretty. And the mirrors, the gilded mirrors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, feeling very girly-girly. Yeah, very grown up, so to speak. So, anyway, let's see what else. Ah, I mentioned the bill for free. How has Austin changed? Well, what hasn't changed? Well, let's talk about what hasn't changed. What hasn't changed is Barton Springs is still there. You know, um, one of the good things that has changed is the trails that we have around Austin. Um, good because they're better now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, much much better, you know. Um, Mount Benel is still there. You can still walk up to it. Fortunately, they haven't, you know, closed that off yet. Not not enough people have jumped or fallen, so it's still open. And I'm sorry that sounds rather macabre, but you know, eventually things. I mean, they're already looking at Hamilton Pool at closing it because they had two swimming pools. So you never know about that kind of stuff. And um, one of the things I miss is Fiesta at Laguna Gloria. That was the most fun. And when they closed that down, I mean, it was messy when it would rain, you know, and they'd put the hay down and there'd be, but you know, that's when the Cascarones came in and, you know, and the artists and it was just so much fun to go and hang out there and look at, and you know, through the years, you know, mother would, would have us and we would, you know, she'd always say, pick out one thing that you want. You know, and so it would be just, you know, a watercolor or something like that. Not anything expensive or magnificent or whatever. But something we'd want to put in our room. And then through the years, you know, we eventually started buying ourselves. You know, buying stuff ourselves with our allowance or, you know, as adults with, you know, whatever money we had made. And, and so that was just a wonderful, just a wonderful, fun time. And seeing all your friends that you hadn't seen in a while was had moved off or gone to different high schools and so on and so forth. And so it was really sad when they moved into downtown on the pavement, you know. I think I've been once, um, but or twice maybe, maybe took the grandchildren once, but they didn't like it. It just wasn't fun. You know, it just wasn't fun. Cooler pouches maybe made it less Yeah, well I mean, you know, Laguna Gloria, you had the lake, you had the trails, you could run around and in the hay and be up in the kids play area or you could go into the house into the museum and look at the stuff that you know the paintings and stuff that were there mm-hmm. and it was just it was just a fun time it was just a lot of fun we should need to start wrapping up okay so. um oh keep awesome weird spamarama it's gone i mean you know it's not there but that is one of the things about what was keep awesome weird I don't think of anything about keep awesome, awesome weird anymore. To me, that's a concept that doesn't really exist, having grown up here. You know, I mean, to me, it's kind of an outdated um, 
geometry, so to speak, you know, and just a moniker. It just doesn't seem to fit with the Austin of now. Let me put it that way. And I'm, you know, there's still pockets and stuff of things going on. And, you know, like the live music, you know, Blues on the Green and Shady Grove and all that kind of stuff, which is always kind of fun. But, um, you know, and ACL is okay, but it's expensive. You know, it's not for all of Austin. And, you know, those are the things that I kind of miss is the, when everybody used to be able to come. Off the festival, it was fabulous. Now, granted, they didn't like the boats over in East Austin. They were noisy. But it was still, I mean, it wasn't that they were excluded, you know, I and mean, they could still participate and stuff. So anyway, but that's the way it is, you know, things change. And I guess it's okay, I'm still here. <laughs> I haven't left. I'm in my little pocket of Barton like Hills, it. you know, and that's probably where I will stay until, you know, I'm 10 feet under. Well, no, I won't be 10 feet under anyway. I'll be in the state cemetery with my husband. That's the one person we didn't talk about. Oh. So we'll do that some other time. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. We'll wrap oh, up there. Thank you. That was fun. It was fun. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry we didn't.